Welcome to Dashway Talks, a show powered by Dashway Consulting, a China-based strategic market research company founded in 2010. Hi, I'm Jason. I'm the creative director at Mobile Now, and at Mobile Now, we've been helping brands and businesses with their、uh, digital strategies,、uh, mobile, and lately, it's been a lot of WeChat. Mini programs have a ton of entry points, from sharing to QR codes, ads. The list goes on. Which entry points are the most important for brands to focus on? Where does most of the traffic come from?、Um, right. So, ways to enter many programs. There's so many.、Uh, you know, you have your sharing. You have QR codes. You have also the、uh, WeChat official accounts. You have WeChat,、uh, WeChat official account、um, articles. Um, you also have through search and, and moments ads, and you also potentially through coupons and wallets, right? And another one is、uh, the quick quick access feature, which is through the、um, main chat listings page. If you swipe down, you know you, you reveal all of your recent and、uh, many programs that you've accessed in the past. Now, the other one I think is. There's also, you know, different types of QR codes. There's ones that you have to scan offline,、um, physically, and then other ones that are online that you can long press to、uh, redirect you to a mini program.、Um, and right now,、um, the ones where it's generating the most amount of traffic is through shares and QR codes,、um, and that's also been changing from. Sort of 2017 to 2018 to 2019. So in, 20, in terms of 2019, share sharing is probably is the top、uh, traffic generator,、um, and that also does depend on you know whether it's new or returning users.、Um, so for returning users, it's still both, but new users it's primarily share, and for returning users it is sharing to a lower、uh, to a lower amount. What role does a mini program play in consumer retention and CRM? What data can you collect? Is it possible to integrate data from sources like Tmall? Are phone numbers still used as a unique identifier for consumers? Yeah. So in terms of CRM integrations, there's、uh, WeChat. I think is still and mini programs is still one of the, the best options out there. It's extremely flexible,、uh, which means. Especially for large businesses or any business, if you any businesses that continue to expand into the future where they need to integrate,、uh, whether it's the regional、uh, or or on a global international scale,、uh, WeChat's really、uh, cooperative. I think in, in this respect、uh, because it is sort of a very open platform. And what I mean by that is if you look at you know say Tmall. Uh, or a few other sort of commerce platforms,、uh, th- that that barrier that to entry is much higher.、Um, you know, my answer is it's not impossible, but you know you have to be a sizable enough brand to be able to reach out to Alibaba to say, okay, I want to have、uh, more custom integrations with、um, with Tmall, and that requires. Closer collaboration with the Tmall team to then be able to get all the technological integration efforts done and put in place. You know, Tmall isn't able to do this for everybody,、uh, just given the size and, and scale that they operate at.、Uh, but for WeChat, you know, whether you've got Salesforce or you have 
um, you know, other solutions running. And uh, because a lot of brands, they have legacy systems and they, they can't just walk away from it. Um, there's a lot of data, you know, sometimes five, 10 years worth of custom, uh, customer data that they still need to hold on to. Um, WeChat mini programs would allow integrations to any of these. Um, obviously some middle, middle layer uh, sort of connector needs to be sort of developed to make sure that the protocol will work. Um, and then last one, the, the second question is the unique identifier. Is phone number still it? It is still one of the most effective ones. Um, you know, we see some scenarios now where uh, we can use uh, WeChat open IDs, but that only uh, is enough for within the WeChat ecosystem. A lot of businesses and brands now are doing omni-channel, so, you know, they'll probably their customers will look at something on WeChat and then they'll walk into a store and maybe fill in some more information out somewhere else uh, or go through the website. Um, and then the question is, how do brands and businesses identify customers, you know, and, and these sort of different touch points? And uh, the answer is phone number in China is still the, uh, the most effective means of doing that. Because um, it is kind of, unique and it's essentially an extension of their personal ID can't really change that easily. Instead of hunting online for information about the Chinese market, subscribe to our newsletter and every week we will deliver China business news to your inbox. Find the link in the description. What are some mini program design tips that generate traffic and some tips to avoid? Um, in terms of dues, Tips to, yeah, do's versus don'ts. I'll start with uh, tips sort of that, that you should, good practice, best practice. Um, some aspects I wanna highlight is usability. Uh, there's probably four categories. I think usability is one, you know, and then there's the aesthetics and visual identity or brand identity. There's also performance and reliability. And then lastly is feature range. Um, so, you know, we talk about usability, it's, it's probably one of the most important factors because if that part isn't done well, uh, it just really impacts retention. People drop off so quickly. Uh, you know, it's sometimes a matter of five seconds for a user to get frustrated and then we've lost them. Um, that's the first one. And then the second one, aesthetics and visual brand identity is also really important. Um, it's because with aesthetics and visuals, it's very visceral. And what I mean by that is, you know, for, for anyone, whether they have or have not had training, they'll look at it and they'll know right away whether they like it or not and whether it's captivating or not. So with aesthetics and visuals done really well, you're able to win back or secure, say, an additional five seconds with the users for every page. Right, so if we can have this aspect help keep users a little bit longer, keep them, uh, you know, keep keep their interest levels from sort of tapering off too quickly, that gives us all the opportunity we need to deliver and communicate some of the much more important points or you know value or service propositions to be able to get past uh, some of these sticking points. 
Um, number three, performance and reliability. This is you know technologies related. You need a really good and strong and disciplined technologies team. Uh, you know, and also server and hosting to be set up right. So you know, essentially, this is also loosely related to usability because if you know performance isn't optimized and and your mini program takes say seven seconds to load because you have certain databases sitting, you know, uh, somewhere overseas. Um, that's going to be, you know, a, a real, a real loss. Um, but performance-wise, we need to make sure that the mini program can load really fast, and we need to make sure that essentially it doesn't crash or run into errors uh, too frequently, right? And this is going to be in well-designed logic and uh, and well-implemented um, code. Uh, lastly, is feature range. So with feature range, uh, what we need is it depends on where sort of the, the product and the platform strategy is at for brand or the business. Um, you know, too, too little features is a bad thing. You know, too many at, at certain times can also be bad. Um, so knowing sort of your consumer and how they typically interact with you as a brand and business and then sort of tailoring your feature service offering based on that is also uh, extremely important. Um, next, I'll talk about sort of uh, things to avoid. Um, so one is to, my recommendation or our recommendation always is to advise brands and businesses to not be too aggressive with their planning. And, and by that we mean, you know, don't be in a haste to build too much too quickly. Uh, it's, there's a lot of value to starting small having strategy in place to know these are the four things we're gonna do first. And uh, having that to determine what your minimum viable product is, keep it very lean and then from there you launch and then you you monitor and then you build from there in increments. Um, the second would be be genuine and manage expectations with your consumers and with your users because they're very smart. You know, they're all able to see through things and see them for exactly what they are quite quickly. Uh, so that means if you know a brand or business wants to implement some uh, sort of loyalty scheme that is meant to be presented a certain way, but in practice it's a very different. Um, you know, these are all things to avoid, and also same thing with sort of uh, you know user acquisition and marketing your services. Uh, I've in the past encountered situations where a brand has marketed their product uh, and really oversold it. And that was hugely detrimental because users, they, they, they have an impression of what the product is. And then when they come in, they start playing with it and they find that it's quite different from what their expectation was. Uh, that, that is perhaps even worse uh, then had they not sort of sell it that way in the, in the future, sorry, in, in initially uh, with their uh, with their advertising, right? Um, so I think obviously it, it is also a topic of like how to allocate your your budget in terms in terms of sort of uh, you know user acquisitions versus product development and optimization efforts. Uh, number three is to keep things simple. Um, and this is very important because we work with a lot of clients that build sort of a product, a digital product or 
digital platform experience that spans several years. So you start simple with MVP and then you build up and then you start, things start to get bloated. And the other phenomenon that tends to happen is, you know, for, for the businesses, for the brands yourselves, because you live and breathe your own product for a year or two, everything becomes sort of second nature. You know, you don't have to relearn how login works. You, you, you know, you're, own membership in and out and then you start building on top and it all seems very easy to you or to us but then what happens you know year three a new consumer comes into your sort of uh your brand's sphere and it's like all of a sudden it's overwhelming and it can end up alienating new users so being very conscious of you know uh so say two three years down the line that some things have to be organized and some things have to be tidied down. That's also a very important um, part to look at. Any questions? We will find an expert to answer them. Drop your questions in the comments or send us an email, dx at dashwayconsulting.com.